You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, from the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for Louie. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Louie news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues. Louie. Hi there. This is Shannon Joy Rogers. I am joined with Mario Hernandez for the Louie After Buzz podcast. Today we watched the Joan episode with Joan Rivers. Which is appropriately titled. Joan. (laughs) We are uh, recapping previous uh, episodes until season three comes out, which I I don't know for sure when or where. Oh, when or where. But... It definitely did get it picked up. It will happen. Season. It will happen. Whenever Louis says it happens. Because he's the man. He's the man. Uh, so basically, the overall theme of this episode is kind of be grateful for what you have. What a, what a fitting way to go into next week to with go into Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Be week. careful yeah. for the, the gifts that are given to you. The calling. I don't understand. He, well, the, Why be careful of it, though? Uh, because it can go away at any time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because Be appreciative. Exactly. Be appreciative because you never know when it might end. As, I, as I thought careful as like be weary. Uh, I don't know. Guard it. Okay. Be, be thankful. Guard it. Be aware. Be present. Be, you know, these are all things that that would serve us well all in life to, <laughs> to I remember. Would, I would love to play the lounge room. Trump, right? I, me? It's funny. It's funny how I feel like that's when I made it. Right, that's right the lounge room at the at the Trump yeah. uh, or Taj Mahal or whatever it is on the, on the Trump boardwalk. Plaza somewhere. Where, yeah, wherever they were. Uh, I don't know. We'd have to we'd have to go to Boardwalk Empire to know exactly where oh. uh, that is. Trump's been around that long, right? Yeah, yeah, roughly. Yeah, a couple centuries. That's his, his hair's been around. Yeah, his hair actually manifested the man. They just came together. It was the hair that gave rise to... Went down. Yeah. I feel like that's how Conan was formed also. It started with the hair. I, the hair went to college. And, and then it all went down, down trickle, literally down, down from there. Yeah. I, had a, uh, I was in an open mic because I am a stand-up comedian, mm-hmm. fledgling stand-up comedian myself. Um, and I was in an open mic and I don't remember... I, uh, I'm going to say your joke, but I don't, know, I don't remember your name. But he had a really great... And he said, what if... What if... Uh, I think he said something like, what if douchebags evolved from fedoras? <laughs> yeah, kind of the same principle. It's yeah, the other yeah. way around. First the fedoras came and mm-hmm. then the douchebags grew. It's out. funny how that's like the staple for douchebags. Right. Is the fedora, which is unfair because the fedora is a lovely The fedora is a lovely classic. accessory. Yeah. And when worn properly, right. can put off a very classic male, you know. Yeah, like, but unless you're a musician or can't do it, jazz musician, a at jazz that. musician, not a pop music or like no rock. I don't know, kid, kid rock. I guess does that fedora thing. Well, there we go. There we go. <laughs> and we're back on the douchebag trip. Right. 
No, I actually saw Kid Rock live once. And how was he? It was actually really fun because, you know, that crowd is so into him. I was probably, I was like a sophomore in high school. <laughs> but, you know. Then this was in Texas? Yeah. As well, yeah. In Austin, at Austin Music Hall. My uh, back in the day. My fiance is from Detroit, mm-hmm. and so we. She points out that uh, Kid Rock is not the real deal because he's from a really affluent part of Detroit. Oh, really? Whereas Eminem is. Eminem's the Eminem's real the real deal. The real deal. Kid Rock, not so much. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's funny. Detroit's got a heavy history of music. It's, oh yeah, that's a great a great city. Yeah. But um, yeah, so. Uh, Back to I, I think I think honestly for for uh, top to bottom, uh, <clears throat> beginning to end, I actually think this is the best episode of really? of, of both seasons. Yeah, oh. yeah. I, I was very moved by it the first time I saw it. I don't know. I really it. liked the masturbation episode. Right. <laughs> this was definitely a motivating. I love Joan Rivers' monologue at the end. She's great. But the masturbation episode was really funny it's awesome. too. <laughs> it's quite well done but this one i think more more than any of the others you know we we've talked about on the show before for anybody who doesn't know the unprecedented um deal that fx has basically given louis ck um which is that you know he directs all the episodes he writes them he edits Mm -hmm. them and um i guess kind of similarly to curb your enthusiasm but i mean louis ck he's a one-man show um, he's kind of uh, – the network tells him, okay, we need this many episodes. He says, okay, and he turns them in. There's no there's no script approval. There's no – he just they, – they put total faith in him. And, um, and so this show more than anything I think is a window into the anxieties of Louis C.K. And, uh-huh. and it's, it's, at, it's coming at a crossroads in his life where he's divorced. He's trying to raise his two girls. He's – yeah, you know, I'm sure constantly questioning himself because you know he's 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 a star, but as as they pointed as the as the as the casino manager points out to him, you, you know he, he tells him you're a comics comic type. Yeah, you know, so it's 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 people who know he's him. Light, uh, he's not a commercial comic, right? He's uh, respected more than he's known. Yes, you know, and um, so. And and it's tricky because of his commitments to his kids. Like he doesn't, you know, he doesn't travel. He doesn't travel around that much. He mm-hmm. kind of stays in the New York area. So um, when he travels, I'm sure he feels that he should be doing more than the lounge act for the with the free tickets that the people get. You know, with right. their buffet and you know. Well, I wonder about that. I, th- I think I think this might just be a comedic device. I think I, 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 based on what I've what I've seen, and he's he's a very humble guy and he's very aware. So I don't know. I don't know necessarily if he feels entitled to that sort of thing. But in the show, it was the catalyst in the show, yeah. for him to to, yeah. ha- to kind of have it mirrored back. Someone like Joan Rivers, who's been you know to hell and back again four or five times. You know, she's fallen out of favor and then back, and, and then now she's doing the the red carpets uh, shows with Melissa Rivers, and mm-hmm. you know they're dogging people, and and so like each new generation is, is coming. She finds her way. Uh, she finds herself back into yeah. pop culture, mm-hmm. and it's like, look, don't don't. Don't give up. Don't give up. Yeah. She says that. Continually will find your voice. Uh, yeah, I absolutely love her monologue because I could be for anybody doing anything yes, on earth. It's not about just stand up comedy. It's not. Uh, and, and the passion that she has behind it is kind of like, you know what it is? It's kind of like my mom, except for it's mo- it's motherly to the extent that that lady's been through it a million times and she wants what's best for you. Yes. You know, she wants you not to be down on yourself. She wants you to just like be so excited because she's like, let me tell you, cause I've been there. You yeah. know, she, she, that advice is just like amazing. You're right. That is motherly because it's, it's, you know, you always want 
you don't want your kids to go through. You don't want yeah. other people to go through what you went through. You mm-hmm. want to make it easier for other people. She and she says this. You know, I've seen you before. You're a young comic. It's nice. Let's let's talk. Let's gossip. You know. And she actually says. Uh, she says. Uh, I get this from a lot of young comics, even people your age. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so it's 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 there's that generational thing of look. It, it, things things are good now and now you know now it's it's people are getting you know network deals and comedy central and the internet you know Joan Rivers she's she's a lifetime gamer mm-hmm. I mean she used to be you know she had to you know kind of muscle her way in when female comics were just not zero blowjobs zero blowjobs she did not give it None. which was such a great joke and setup you yeah. know how many do you think I gave and he says I don't know forty she's like what. <laughs> I didn't know what to think either because she kept alluding to the fact that it was a and high I number. Did this, I like, and I just and I went Carson and the this yeah, and yeah. The that. He's like, I don't know, forty. She's like, what? Zero? What kind of? What do you think I am? <laughs> yeah, um, I absolutely love. I've actually never really seen her stand up. I've really? definitely seen her red carpet. You know, her in movies and being made fun of or you know anything like that but i've never actually seen a set of hers but uh she looks check it out she looks awesome yeah she looks amazing on stage and like you know i'm sure it's amazing i'm sure it's amazing she's classic i mean she's you know and and like you know she can dish it out but she can also take it and she's the first one to talk about herself and now that she's older of course that just gives her a wealth of material doors are open yeah she doesn't care she doesn't care she has no like i mean i'm sure she has somewhat of an ego but she that shit's gone out no, the door. No, and she talks. She talks about her plastic surgery. I mean, she knows she looks like yeah. you know a, a, a you know a, a Balinese she's, mask. She, she's so much more human, and she gives a voice to uh, you know people who maybe have those same ideals that she does. But she doesn't care. She's gonna let it all out versus yeah. someone who kind of maybe even even like Louis C.K. may censor himself on some things to keep himself quote unquote guarded for lack of a better word. Right. But she's like. Pfft. She doesn't care. She doesn't care. She doesn't she care. Just, and, that's, and that's what you, you know, in, in any industry, I think you need to be fearless. Yeah. You need to just not. And, and, you know, especially if it's entertainment, especially nowadays when you're packaging yourself, basically, when you are the brand, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you can decide what is and isn't. Uh, but, it, you know, it's tricky, you know, because even even the, the so-called nice or the or the clean kind of, you know, uh, you know, uh, yeah, Justin Bieber, for example, stuff will come out. And stuff will – so w- with comics, especially comics that let it all hang out, there's really – there's nowhere to go. There's no scandal. There's no – because where are you going to go? They, everything they, – they, they put everything out on on stage. Yeah. You know? So this era of even the guarded uh, uh, celebrity is just that, – that's, that's passe too, you know? And it's – and I like that the, that the episode showed a little bit of the old world, which is, you know, the clubs – the small rooms, the, you know, with yeah. the modern world, which is what I think this episode's about is about his sense of entitlement. Well, you know, I want to play the big room, stick me in the big room, you know? And it's like, look, you have a job mm-hmm. period. And in today's economy, that's, you're already, you know, you're ahead of 80%. Well, not not just 20%. the economy, but just how today's, uh, actor or personality can come up with reality TV with the internet you know what I mean there's just so many people that didn't haven't put in the work that Louis CK has that probably are getting the same amount of shine in other areas of entertainment you know what I mean or blowing up for you know never leaving their living room yeah you know they record something on YouTube exactly and boom boom. there you go so um, 
But yeah. he's he's a grinder, and so is uh, definitely so is Joan Rivers, and and all those comedians. It's comedy's hard. Have you ever done stand up? Uh, I want to really bad. You I should. improv and sketch stuff in yeah, theater. But that, but that's pageants. <laughs> okay, a page, actually, the pageant is probably closer to stand-up than probably. improv or sketch, because yeah. it's just you. Pageants were just me. My talent... Uh, what was your talent? The, oh, wow. Why are we... How did that even tell come us? <laughs> tell us about no, you. The first... Larry King live tonight with <laughs> Shannon Joy Rogers, the queen of Texas pageants. The first uh, pageant that I did was for Houston Tillotson University, the school I went to. It's a um, historically black college university. Um, <clears throat> and there was – there's a pageant every year to be Miss Houston Tillotson, basically, the queen of the college and or un- university. And I won, and I was 19, and what I won was free tuition. So what? I went to school for free. Based and, on a pageant? Yeah. Because you're the queen, and I got flown out to other pageants. Because uh, HBCU is kind of like um, how the Ivies are a union. You yeah, know, there's yeah. the historically black colleges that right. had Spelman and Howard and all those sure, together. Sure. Uh, so they're queens. We all had a pageant in Atlanta, and it was like a big thing. Anyhow, was it a Thunderdome, yeah, <laughs> the Georgia Dome, yeah. <laughs> and so, how did you do uh, at that one? I didn't place, um, but. I don't. I don't know. I don't care. You got a free education. Yeah, and uh, my talent was I made up a rap about the school, and I rapped about the school over the uh, Dead Prez beat hip hop. Nice. Yeah, that one. Like that won me. It was. Can you give us a little taste (laughs) of what won you? You know what? I actually thought about the lyrics the other day because I was like, I can't remember what. But I had like teachers' names in it, like the street, and just like. Sure, we could find it on YouTube. I don't know. I think I think I definitely (laughs) did not put that on YouTube. Oh. Uh. Yeah. So, but that. You need need a beat. But yeah, no, I don't need a beat. (laughs) Maybe if I do stand up, that could be something that I do. I just start (laughs) freestyling it. Then, who knows. But that's how I won. So that that would be closer to stand up than you you sang for your supper. I literally, literally. sang for thousands of college dollars. Right. Yeah, and then I got to meet Miss America. Did all these things like it was, it was so girly, and I just like am so but like that's not you though. I'm not. Right. I mean, I'm wearing pink right now, and I'm wearing a dress. But that's I'm the, yeah. That's as I'm that's like, as much as it goes. I break bones skating and doing things of that nature. I'm so that's so not me, but it was fun. I like doing fun things. I guess so. I was like, oh yeah, I'll enter that. I'll get in a pageant. <laughs> sure. Then yeah, actually. So then you're not going to get stage fright if you did stand up. Oh no, definitely. I actually find stand up uh, to be way less intimidating than being like in sketch shows or in improv really? shows. I have no idea why, but it's way less intimidating than me. I feel like I could just get out there and just talk because. It, it's it's just it me, is. yeah. You know, and and uh, I think in improv, I fear failing with other people. Mm-hmm. Instead, I could just fail by myself, and then I could just like I could still control it, though. You right. know what I mean? I don't know, but Louis knows what I mean. Louis does. <laughs> he's, he's been doing it forever. No, there there is a you know they they say because on certain nights I think it's different, but uh, you know stand up comedy is. The, the the thing is not just that it's by yourself, which can be terrifying for some people in of itself, but it's the goal. It's the stated goal, you know, where in improv, it's, you know, to entertain and to laugh. But 
You know, you can also do, you know, serious. You can also be clever in improv, right? So sometimes mm. there's the, the format. Well, sketch, same thing, right? It's a good show. It's supposed to be funny, but it can also... Stand-up comedy is funny. That's it. That's There's no... Like, yeah, you could do social commentary. You can make people think. But the goal, as the audience and performer understand it, is singular. I am going to make you laugh. Yeah. So it's pass-fail, yes-no. There's no, like, meh. There's, it's, did you make me laugh? Were you funny? Yes or no? And based on that, you're successful. The successful stand-up comedians are the funny ones. The unsuccessful ones are the unfunny ones. Every so often, some somebody will make it big that may not be as funny or a really hysterical comedian won't hit it big. But I think that's what makes it so I just hard. have a personal uh, liking towards uh, stand-ups. I go to Meltdown Comics often or, right. you know, Comedy Store. And I have uh, a liking to comedy to comics that make things kind of personable like just have fun with the crowd mm -hmm. instead of the dude that gets up on stage and calls everybody an asshole and a douchebag and just talks shit for like 10 minutes i'm like really that's what you just used your time yeah. to go through the urban dictionary of censored words and just talk shit this entire What's the people time that misinterpret like, like you know they you know we have obviously there's a history of 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 mean or or angry or acerbic comics but still even in you know um <clears throat> and i no one's coming to my mind as far as like 80s and 90s like that mean type that you're talking about oh george carlin well, or yeah, Dan rickles or, but still they had some level of wit and cleverness sure. behind them versus just like coming on stage and talking shit for no good reason right you know even george carlin did a kid show that, you know what i mean right. like i don't see these guys going off to do yo gabba gabba or like i i, I don't know well, there's a, there's a, there's a humanity behind it. So it's like if you're gonna if you're gonna be mean in the process of you know talking about these these things, you know, of, of if you're gonna be raw, I should say, in the process of talking about these, so things. so boring and uncreative. Yeah, to just to so just boring. do that, to just be mean. Yeah, yeah. So if anyone's thinking about doing stand up and you're just gonna go out there and be an ass, please don't. Yeah, or it, you, challenge yourself. To not challenge yourself to not even say one bad word. Sometimes it's, I do that. It's hard. It is hard. It's hard. When I make when I film my sketches, I make sure to keep out potty humor and weed jokes because it's. I feel like it's kind of saturated, you know. Yeah. Like, and it makes my thinking, my writing, way more creative because I'm like, how can I make something else funny? Right. Everybody's done weed jokes. Everybody does. Well, blue crutch, humor you know, you know to go like, to, to you know especially having it as boys. a small po yeah exactly having it as a small part of the thing sure don't make it your entire the focus central, of, yeah central focus what you're no, doing. not yeah. at all no, even though fun. he did talk about potty humor as his opening in the stand-up about uh having diarrhea every 48 hours well that's a, that but again that comes he's not he's not doing it like diarrhea diarrhea, no, diarrhea. Yeah. he's doing it's it like because a personal I'm experience old, yeah my body is decaying now i have my kids i, I love how the kids are in there with him because right. that's so he's like they're because they're little and yeah. as you know being a little girl i would have to go with my mom and my dad and sure the, my dad into the men's room, not my mom, but yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, it does my mom happen. used to take me into the dressing rooms of oh yeah of like you know Marshalls or whatever. And <laughs> so I was like, yeah, Dillard, <laughs> yeah, Frost Brothers, and uh, or F Frost Frost Brothers. I don't remember. Um, and then like it, it was always fascinating to me because like you'd see the other women and the other like changing, and I'm just like, this is interesting to me somehow like, can't figure out just, why yet and, and the, you know that the woman would stop I like I, I, this might be just be imagined but I would I, you know I was just like excuse me 
hello, can I help you or whatever? Mm-hmm. You know, Texas sassy women. I'm just like, no, I'm good. <laughs> just hanging out. I'm just trying to figure just out what I'm looking at change. here. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, uh, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's good advice to, to, to stick it. I mean, if you're, if you're a comic, this, this episode was just comedy gold and mm-hmm. just in terms of lessons and where to be and be thankful and, you know, work hard and, it's it's almost old fashioned in 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 the sense that you know these are kind of you know go get them lessons and we talked a bit about this with our modern family um uh, podcast that yeah w- there's this kind of uh, you know tv i think still retains a little bit of its old time roots you know it's the 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 structure the traditional the, like the traditional the work hard and yeah, get good results it's just it's very nice and the good old boys lesson way. driven and mm-hmm. it's uh it, it's cool you know and, and in louis's case it's masked behind you know diarrhea jokes and you know dirty I, I don't know if you noticed they didn't bleep out one of the words one of the f words they like bleeped out all the other ones and then there was one that got by which i think uh, is just funny because then it just seems like they're arbitrarily maybe there's a limit out. i think i think a certain amount of words can be allowed really? for it to stay tvma oh okay possibly but I think it would be great if they just do because uh, don't they just, do that? Just completely, just, just all randomly. you hear is the beep. Just Jimmy Kimmel does that, <laughs> yeah. right? Where they do this week and unnecessary bleeps, and so they'll do they'll do like a like a speech by Joe Biden and be like, <laughs> hey, we just have to bleep the Chinese. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's great. It's great when they do that. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's very uh, definitely very funny. It's a calling. We make people happy. That's what Joan Rivers says. Oh, well, there you go. And she said, um, you know, we do this because we love it more than anything else. Right. This is getting real. Should we hold hands right this now? This is like, ah. you got to do what you love, <laughs> love what you do. Yeah. And let the spirit move you. <laughs> well, we're going to take a quick break. DJ, Jesse, or Ben. Ben's well, in there. Gangsta oh, hey, ben. oh, yeah, Ben. <laughs> he went, uh, Jesse went to do some gangster shit. Oh, uh, yeah. Jesse cut his mohawk off. Want to find out what the after buzz is about? Genesis is a drama queen. This yeah. is the divide that is going to carry the series. Give us a call. 424-256-1729. 424-256-1729. This television, and they want it to be as dramatic as possible. I mean, it's Shakespearean. You never know what goes on behind closed doors. Find out why After Buzz TV is the number one source for after show content. Now, in the eyes of Jimmy... Nucky is a villain. 424-256-1729. 424-256-1729. I mean, who would you guys rather hear that from? Your husband or your best friend? <laughs> the wig! The wig will come off. That wig. When the TV show is over, get your After Buzz on. After Buzz TV. Hi, I was once like you. A lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And, like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag co-workers about it at the water cooler. Then, I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzzTV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. 
AfterBuzz TV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after shows from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV after shows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? What do you feel like buzzing about today? Actually, Mario, what if... uh, So, with you doing having done stand-up, how long have you been doing it? Uh, about two years, both in New York and L.A. Maybe a little bit longer than I guess three years now. Nice. What What are some yeah, I mean, interesting stories or nights that you learned something similar to how Louis just kind of had like a epiphany? There's always those nights where like something comes up and you're like, God, I've been thinking about petty shit this entire time. You know, I need to like snap my mind game up. The best. Uh, the best thing that can happen for you, and I'm still very early in the game, so I'm, this is my amateur yeah. uh, observation. But the best thing that can happen to you is bombing. You you, yeah. you haven't you haven't done anything until you bomb, nice. and that's that's you you know. Like, and again, this can be like anything in life. You know, you don't know how good you are until you get knocked on your ass. You know, and it's really not what you do at the beginning it's what you do once you get knocked on your ass mm-hmm. you know and so to bomb you know, I, I was pretty fortunate the first few shows that i did in new york um they went off you know pretty well and i was able to to bring out uh, a lot of people which helps because when you have friends in the audience and they're you know they've been drinking they'll totally laugh at you and it's a wonderful feeling so it was it was quite a shock when i finally went up there you know, one show where I had like maybe one or two people in the audience that I knew and I just bombed and it was, it was just, it's, it's a reality check. Mm -hmm. And since then I have found that like any, it's like training, you know, you don't want to train in a luxury, you know, air conditioned room, with like a you know it's almost like the rocky you know the rocky four yeah yeah the million like, dollar baby where she's beating up the beanbag in the truck yeah running through that's the what you want like, yeah. that's how you yeah. train because you know i always joke i learned my first car was a hyundai mm-hmm. and it was a piece of crap and it was you know it was the size of my computer and it was it, but i learned how to drive on that thing and it was crappy and it would go out and like, you know, we'd go on senior lunch and it broke down a few times. My friends, we'd have to get a ride back. And it was a whole thing. So what happens now, if you give me a, you know, a Lexus, I can drive the hell out of it. Cause I, I, I know what it's like. Cause I learned yeah. on a crappy car. So same thing. You want to train in the worst possible situations. You want to, you want to train in a room full of nervous comics who are, you know, going over the note cards of their material, they're not even listening to you. You know, you if you hear, you know, people texting, like I don't mind that because to me, if I can make people laugh, if I can pull them out of that, then yeah, I mean, if it's if it's going to be in a room full of drunks, you know, you're in the mix of you know twelve amazing comics, then of course you know it's going to get better. So I had my first heckler. Oh, I yeah? remember that. Yeah, I was making some. I'm Mexican American. And I was making some uh, some Mexican jokes about something, 
and uh, something about you know hot-headed Latinos or some you know generic stereotype like that. And this yeah. gr- this girl from the back, this kind of you know kind of disaffected young young girl, was just like, oh great, like way to you know way to promulgate stereotypes was literally like what she said. Mm-hmm. And you know without missing a beat, I was like, okay, relax, okay, you'll get you'll get. Uh, I was like, the bookstore opens at nine. Okay, you'll get you'll get your extra credit tomorrow on the test. Like, you know, it was like your your studies, your graduate studies. So yeah. relax. So everyone had a big laugh. And then afterwards, I went and found her and was just like, you're my first heckler. I was like, let me buy you a drink. She's probably frightened. No, I was fine. It was no just, one knows Mario. He's very hyper. I was, I was probably very intense. I was like, you. I want to buy you a drink. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So That's no, funny. it was it, so. Uh, but it's fun. I mean, if you enjoy performing, mm-hmm. then... It's you yeah. Know, I all that am stuff is working going. on a set right now. I'm. I definitely want to do it. And, and watching the show is actually kind of like a, it's a inspiring, little, a little right? Bit of inspiration. It yeah, really for is. Sure. There are a lot of really you know nice gems, and I, and I encourage people if you haven't seen the show, um, if, even if you're not a regular watcher of this show, which you probably would be if you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> um, you know, to at least watch that episode because it's yeah. it's if, Joan episode's great. It's great if, for anybody. If, yeah, if you had doubts about whatever you're doing, or if you've lost the love, or you just don't feel energized, and it happens. We all get in ruts. We all just like, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. This is not. You know, it, it. Think back to when you started doing something. Think back to when you had nothing. Think back to when you were down on your luck. No one would return your calls. You know, your resume, nobody, you know, and that's why I keep saying, you know, in these economic times, there's a tendency to to self-deprecate or just like, you know, uh, what, what's the word? Self-pity. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, man, no one likes me. Look. Like yourself. Like yourself and get up and go. You know, there's shit. no one's Remember your come. mom always loves you. Yeah. Always. Always. You that's know, what, call my friend, mom is go. my only fan. Is your number one? Is your number one fan? <laughs> Actually, my number one fan is probably my nephew. So I would say okay. my nephew. He's seven. He knows everything. Well, you in the need world, to bring him obviously. out to your comedy club, then, obviously. and put him yeah. front and center. Let that kid laugh. I'll put, put him on. In him. I'll put him on stage. There so you I, go. Like who's gonna? He could, who's gonna not laugh at me? The cute little seven-year-old little black boy. What if you put your hand behind him and did like a fake yeah. ventriloquism and like That's you guys it. work it out? That's my shtick right there. Done. And a bow tie. Yeah. We're done. Don't be sharp. Just draw little lines right here. We're done. That's my all. nephew, uh, my my sister drew a little mustache on him the other day, like a little nice. Gomez Adams. Oh, yeah? Because he wanted a mustache. Oh, that was a great story. That's <laughs> Anyhow, um, so yeah, I think we're wrapped on this one. So yeah, anything you want to plug, Mario? Um, I don't have any shows on the horizon just yet, but you can follow me at Cinemario on Twitter, C-I-N-E-M-A-R-I-O. Awesome. And uh, yeah. I'll be announcing stuff on there. Cool. And uh, my Twitter is Shannon J. Rogers, and Rogers is R-O-D-G-E-R-S. Awesome. Well, we're out. We'll be back next week. Yep. Nope. Well, Are we? Maybe? A rerun still, but yeah, we'll be back. Okay, we'll be back. <laughs> From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzzTV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.